think for a moment, what do you remember most from your high school or college classes? This is Dana Hebriard and Cindy Camp. We teach a class at Aquinas College that focuses on helping young people become world ready. You might be surprised to know that career is just one part of this class. We actually spend just as much time studying relationships, happiness, and citizenship. The best part of the class, though, is partnering each student with a mentor who's enjoying retirement in the second half of life. Instead of focusing on a generation gap, we talk about a generation swap because we know there's so much to learn from each other. Stay tuned for a conversation with one of our swap mate pairs. today with Ann Zellner and Isabel Shaw. Isabel is actually coming to us from her place of employment. She's a graduating senior from Aquinas College. So welcome to you both. We really look forward to our conversation. And so maybe we could just start a little bit um, by you telling us about yourselves. Isabel, do you want to go first? Yeah, I'd love to. Um, so yeah, I am, as you said, graduating this year. I'm a senior and I'm studying communication. Um, I am really passionate about my degree and everything I've learned with it. And I'm so excited that it's something I get to use the rest of my life. It's such a practical um, skill that I have now going forward. Um, and I am just very passionate person about my faith and um, with building authentic relationships and community. That's something that I love and have done throughout college. And I'm excited to continue to do um, after college. And it's you know a huge reason why I've loved this, this class and this experience because I've been able to form a new relationship with my mentor. I am a Michigan State grad and I received both my MA and my BA in uh, speech and language and communications. And I spent 38 years in a professional life with Grand Rapids Public Schools. Within that role, I had a number of opportunities to um, obviously um, provide services as a speech and language pathologist. I became an early childhood teacher for children um, that were not talking, so significantly uh, impaired. I was a consultant for the program, a supervisor, and ultimately a principal there, so I um, pretty much centered my professional life um, around providing instruction to young children. And I also became a leader uh, later in my career where I was responsible for training and um, creating um, an interdisciplinary team that really rocked, that really, I don't think I ever worked with better people in terms of their professionalism, their knowledge, and just their empathy for working with young kids. Um, I'm now retired and uh, I am very happy. I loved every single day that I worked and I love, I like to say just a little bit more every day that I'm retired. And so just because I retired, it didn't mean I stopped. Um, I'm a, a member of a number of um, boards within our community, but I also continue to love to volunteer. So some of my favorites are, I'm a docent at the art museum I love to go work at Beer City Dog Biscuits, which is a business that um, pairs business opportunities with young adults with disabilities. 
So we'd love to get your first impressions. Now, oftentimes you don't know each other when you are paired in a mentor-mentee or in this case, swap mate relationships. So Anne, when you were paired with Isabel, what was your first impression when meeting each other? Oh, um, it, it was kind of amazing. It was really fun because there were things that we found instantly we were very much alike. Number one, we both have degrees in communication and we both like to talk a lot. So we were never ever at a loss for what we wanted to say or uh, what we wanted to talk about. It really ranged everything. Um, we both come from big Catholic families. Our mothers are both graduates of Aquinas College. Um, and, and I would say that we're both pretty passionate about what we, um, what we do and, um, and what we like to do. And yet at the same time, we had some differences, but those differences I think are what made the relationship um, stronger. And um, I can say a few things. I don't know if Isabel is gonna wanna add. Uh, I'm a very, very systematic thinker. And, um, and Isabel is a dreamer. And I loved that about her because she, is looking forward to her life as a graduate and, and entering the, um, the adult world of professionalism and family. And she is not afraid at all to express that. Immediately it came out. Um, I always say, I'm kind of working off my bucket list and she's making hers. And, uh, and her energy of youth was inspiring to me. So I loved that. And Isabel, what about your first impressions of Anne and of this whole concept of having a swap mate? Yeah, um, first of all, thank you, Anne. That was so sweet. <laughs> um, but yeah, my first impressions were really, I, I didn't really have any like anything going into it, any type of idea of, you know, going into it of who she was. But um, it was instantly, just like Anne said, we had things right off the bat that we could, you know, connect on. Um, and that those kind of continued to unfold as we continued to talk and have conversations. Um, but as, you know, hearing her story, I was like, wow, she, you know, has been working in, you know, professional field for her entire life. She's, you know, travels all around now, um, pre COVID <laughs> and has just seen so many different things. And I thought that was really inspiring and really cool because I am somebody who really desires and wants to do that at some point in my life. And I don't know when that will be, but um, it's just a, a cool thing to see how, you know, she, she didn't do it very much, you know, while she was working, but now that work has paid off and she's able to go to all of these really unique, amazing places around the world. And I just think that's awesome. That's something that I really look up to and hope I can do one day. Um, it was really cool because of how, although we had so many things in common, we are very, very different people at the same time. Um, kind of like she said, you know, we think very differently. And we had a conversation early on about how um, Anne thinks a lot and how I have to force myself to think. Like it just doesn't happen on, on my own. I kind of have to tell myself to sit down and think through something because I just kind of am like, oh, whatever. So it was really interesting because um, she was able to kind of give me some helpful feedback with that and, and ways to think through different processes or different challenges that I'm facing. So it was just really cool because of how different we, we deal with things um, to kind of come together with our opposite personalities and talk through different scenarios or situations and, and stuff like that. Um, I think it just really 
made a, a cool dynamic for for conversation. And it was just always a lot of fun. Isabel, we know that you are soon graduating. You've got a part-time job. We can hear in the background, it's a busy place. Where do you work? I work at Sweetlands, um, which is a coffee shop up in Rockford. So I am the barista here now. I just started this, actually today was my first day. So pretty exciting. <laughs> wow. wow. Yeah. So yeah. glad that you could, could make this interview work. Quick question for both of you. Would you share your age or your age range? Yeah. If you want me to go first? Sure. <laughs> okay. Yeah. I am 21. Um, yeah, I had to think about that for a second. I'm 21 years old. Yeah. <laughs> I wish I had to think about it, but I'm um, 68. Thank you. That really helps our listeners visualize um, who's talking. Okay. And, um, you know, we know that as all of us are kind of progressing through life, hopefully there's new things that we're learning, new things we're trying. Can each of you talk about something that's been new for you in the past year or so that has had a um, big impact on your life? Maybe beyond COVID, because that would certainly be the case for all of us. But something that you would say has really improved life for you? I think for me, COVID was the big thing. Uh, I am a traveler. I have been traveling a lot since my retirement. And uh, when someone first asked me how I was doing during COVID, I said, well, there's scratches on my door because I wasn't used to being home. I wasn't used to, you know, spending a lot of time and um, just being in my home. And so that was a huge challenge for me, but I learned a new appreciation of being home, of doing some things that I never made time for. But I also found out, you know, I would always say, well, I just don't have time to clean out my garage. And now I find that I had the time, but I still didn't do it because I didn't want to do it. Um, but I, I, reconnected with some people. I did a lot of outside walking and just, you know, kind of reintroducing myself to the world in a different way because things didn't change as quick as we thought they would. I think through actually the conversations that I've had with Anne throughout the semester and just the semester as a whole, um, as I've, you know, been nearing finishing school, you know, my identity as a college student is coming to a close. And so this new kind of journey is starting. And so um, one of the things that I've been working on all, um, all semester and all year really is being unapologetic um, about my dreams and my passions and being confident in it and not, not comparing it to other people's paths. I think listening to all of the mentors that we have in this class and all of their different paths that they've taken has helped me to realize just how huge there of a variety there are in paths that people take and how important it is to not compare it to you know your friends because we're each such different people and we all have a different path that we're supposed to take in life and so your path shouldn't look like your friend's path you know it'd be kind of weird if it did obviously sometimes it happens but um there I've always struggled to just passionately speak about what my real dreams are and I know that they're in deep down within me but I kind of tuck it away and I just keep it to myself and I don't really speak out about it or about my beliefs and stuff like that and opinion I'm very much a peacemaker and so I, I don't like to to kind of um you know ruffle the feathers <laughs> and so um I'm usually pretty quiet about it unless someone outwardly is like hey what's your opinion on this and so that's something I've been working on is just as I really enter this you know next phase of life as an adult as a young adult it's something I want to embrace um with just 
you know, speaking out boldly um, about the things that I care about and the things that I'm passionate about. Well, thank you for mentioning that, you know, not only Anne's influence, but also the influence of some of the other mentors or swap mates in the class, because we've purposely um, had a class together each month where all the students could meet all the swap mates. And that I think has added a whole other dimension to the experience. I'm wanting to find out from, from both of you, and we've asked each of our pairs this question, you know, life presents us with things where we feel we really hit it out of the park and other times when we know we've struck out. Um, but sometimes it's those strikeouts that teach us the most about life. Wondering if you can share a favorite failure and what you learned as a result. I would say in the beginning, I struggled with, with bringing people together and I had to really do a lot of um, soul searching about how can I do that? How can I work with people that are different than me? And really what I, what I found was that, um, that if I opened up and began to see what they did and I witnessed it happening when I would go in and watch teachers uh, work with students and the magic of what they did in a different way from me became very apparent. And so my failure at first, I think, was to say, you know, why isn't everybody here on time and organized and, and doing things like I do? And ultimately really getting to the point where I really appreciated, I supported them, and ultimately I think together we all decided that we made a better team together with our differences than we did apart. So to me, that was the learning part of my job when I moved from, you know, being a, an educator to an administrator. Thank you, Anne. And Isabel, a favorite failure. Yeah, um, I, it was good to reflect on this and I've done that a couple of times, but um, I think I, I had a little bit of a challenge coming up with something, not because I haven't failed at anything, but because of the way that my, um, specifically my dad kind of instilled something in me was to really view failure, not as failure, but as a, a challenge that you were, you're faced with that has now like made you better and stronger. And so that terminology at first threw me off because I was like, oh, I don't know. But then when I started to think about challenges in my life, that's when a lot of things came up. So, um, one of my my favorites um, goes back to just the very beginning of college um, in my math class, and it was uh, just it was actually probably one of my biggest challenges throughout all of my four years at college. Um, I just had such a hard time in this class. Really, really struggled. Tried so hard. Would do my homework. Sat in the front, and no matter what I did, it seemed like the concepts would not sink in they just would not penetrate through my, my brain and I was so frustrated and I would go and you know cry in my professor's office and just be like what's wrong with me why can't I figure this out and um I remember specifically I had just gotten out of a test and didn't feel good about it and um I was talking to my sister about this and this frustration that I had and um just how badly I wanted to just drop out of the class you know and try later or whatever and I just remember so so vividly her her looking at me and being like you have to just apply yourself you have to you know get help go go to tutoring you know um seek out all of these resources friends you know whoever um all of these different things and if you really apply yourself and just really push yourself like i promise you you will you will pass this class you'll get through it and i know it seems impossible right now but you will 
Isabel, thank you. Yeah, that's certainly a, a good example. I'm going to take just a quick break because I want to reintroduce both of you on Generation Swap today. We are talking with Ann Zellner and Isabel Shaw about their semester together as swap mates. And this question is for you. In what ways, as you've moved into the second half of life, do you feel that you've been able to be more true to yourself or to live more authentically? Um, so when I think about that, I think that, you know, young people live with a lot of pressures and that fear of failure. And I think as you mature, um, there's, there's, uh, there's something to be said for having a little wisdom and that the pressures of fitting in and risky behavior and choosing a life path and am I making the right decision? It's really, really hard. And, and I think even in terms of the success of what you choose to do as an adult, whether it is um, a stay at home mom, whether it is a professional who actually has a career outside the home, you know, am I making the right amount of money to do what I want to do? And, and am I successful? And am I making a difference for people? I think those pressures change in life as you go through. And so as a retired person, I can tell you that I'm very comfortable with my future. And um, I feel that way because um, I worked hard and I worked for the resources that I have now. And I feel that um, I don't have to put, I don't have all these pressures anymore. And it, I think it's making life easier. And, and I'm at the point now where I can choose to do and use my time differently. And hopefully everything I do has a purpose to it because um, I'm hoping that I make choices still as an adult that, that are gonna help change other people's lives, so. That's wonderful. Thank you so much for sharing that. Um, Isabel, when you think about uh, life after Aquinas, what would be helpful for role models and in, in your life, whether it's uh, relationships or career or personal growth or, you know, other things, what would be helpful for you to know or to learn from those individuals? I think that it's really easy. Actually, I don't think, I know. I know that it's really easy to fall into this, um, just with this phase of life that I am in as a young adult, there are so many different things going on and so many things that I'm thinking about and concerned about or invested in. Um, and I think that one aspect of having a mentor who is ahead of you is that they can listen to what you're going through and, and remember, oh, I remember when I was in that place and in, in that stage of life. And they can kind of help to keep you grounded and keep your focus on the things that are really important at the end of the day. And um, just one thing that I remember going back to listening to all of our mentors talk is the importance of relationships and how career, of course, and all of these different things that we have going on in our lives are important things, of course. But at the end of the day, your relationships and the community that you're in and the people you surround yourself with are the fuel that you you need to do well in all of the other aspects of your life. Yeah, and if you were going to tell somebody about the experience of being in a swap mate relationship and the value of intergenerational relationships, what would you say is the single most important thing that you've gained from this experience? And Isabel, let's have you start. Okay, um, yeah, I would say being able to 
hear a perspective from somebody else who is in a different um, stage of life is just so, such a unique thing. And I don't think that we do it enough um, to have, to grow in a relationship and just have that type of a relationship where we're in such different places in life. And yet we can grow and learn so much from one another through sharing stories or situations that we're in. Um, I think it just helps you to have a different perspective in overall. I remember one of our first meetings that we had, we were talking a lot about COVID, obviously it comes up a lot. And it was so interesting to be able to ask Anne about her opinion on all of it, because she, you know, she's seen things in her lifetime that I never lived through. And so it was really cool to ask her different questions about what we're going through now and the way that our world is kind of dealing with it and, and um, reacting to it and kind of just getting her perspective on it and her opinion on it all, because it's so easy as a young person to just get so wrapped up in the media and what's going on. So to be able to, to hear what she had to say and how she is reacting to it as someone who is in a different stage of life was so helpful for me and just really grounding. So can you tell we are a lot alike? We both like to talk a lot. <laughs> uh, we're never at a loss for words. And again, um, I think that I mirror uh, what um, Isabel said that I think the number one thing that we both realized is that we can learn from each other. And that was built on the fact that we quickly, I think, uh, created a relationship around um, what we were there for and what we were going to um, talk about. And one of the things that um, Isabel said is that, um, that I had some opinions, which I do have, um, but I also felt at some point that I wanted to always distinguish with her, do you, do you want me to give my opinion? Because opinions tend to be pretty judgmental. Or do you just want some soft advice, something to think about, um, something that might be based more on facts that I had, um, where opinions are can be really quick because um, it, it's really the point of view that my life is coming through right now. I have these different lenses. And so um, uh, she was very respectful of that. So, so I really uh, not only enjoyed that in her, but I really, I honored that, that respect that she had for me. Um, I, I think um, we were honest with each other. We encouraged each other. And I feel that um, we created a support system, if not for later, but at least for right now. So um, I feel like she has um, she has gotten to the point where she's ready to move on and move forward. And she's very confident in that. She also has her opinions, which I liked a lot. She wasn't afraid to share them. And um, it's made a lasting impact on me, I think. Well, that gives us a great insight into the relationship that you were able to build with each other this semester. Anything else that either of you would like to add? Um, but there's something so unique about having somebody who is not related to you to mentor you, to talk about different things because your conversations are so different with people like that than with a family member. And there are certain things that were just so big and blown up in my mind that didn't need to be. And I think having a mentor um, in that relationship would have really helped to bring me back down to earth in those moments and help me to think through things or ask questions that I just didn't come up with on my own. Um, so I would really encourage, you know, incoming students to seek out a class like this or a seek out a mentor, because I think that it would be really beneficial. And I know it would push them out of their comfort zone 
but I think that's what you need as an incoming student. Um, but that being said, I've gained so much from this experience. Um, I've been, I'm so thankful that I was given um, the opportunity in this resource because it wasn't, you know, something that I would have just sought out on my own as a senior. I wouldn't have been like, oh, I should find a mentor, you know, who's not in the same stage of life that I am in. So it was kind of nice to just be given this opportunity um, and have it all laid out for me already because it, it definitely has helped me to think about things differently um, and just have, it's just been a unique experience that I'm thankful for and that I can look back at um, for the rest of my life and be like, wow, that was such a cool experience that I got to, you know, form a relationship with that person. And um, the things that Anne was able to share with me, I know will impact me the rest of my life. So I'm very thankful for that and the whole experience overall. I love that, Isabel. And I love that holistic lens of, you know, at Aquinas, we have that uh, 100 level class career and life planning for incoming students. And then we have that bookend class that we've talked about the decision making and implementation that is very practical. And in between those to have your sophomore or junior year, this course and that mentoring relationship to continue throughout your time at Aquinas. And then if we could, you know, add study away, you know, exploring the world, uh, doing some student research with one of our awesome faculty, you know, I mean, all of those things, a mentor could help guide you in, in those areas. And, and like Anne having such insights in her travel, you know, those are the kind of things that you could kind of bring into a relationship and, and really um, blossom. So thank you for sharing that. I would also like to add on that um, as a mentor, it was, um, it, it never seemed to me that I was being required to do a huge amount of work. And I think if COVID wasn't here, Isabel and I, we were able to get together three times in person. It helped me to be in person with Isabel. Uh, and even though we started out with phone calls and Zoom, it just felt better to be together. And so I never felt like I was burdened by the Thursday classes that you had. I enjoyed listening to the and watching the TED talk that you sent us. So um, I would encourage others to be a mentor, that it was valuable it was fulfilling and I, I feel like it was a really good thing. Well, we are delighted that you were both part of our class this semester and wanna thank you so much for spending time with us today, Ann Zellner and Isabel Shaw. Uh, thanks again for being part of our Generation Swap project. And we wanna also thank all those who listen. Uh, the podcast is part of a production sponsored by the Aquinas College Advantage Center. And you can find our show wherever you listen to your podcasts or at our website, aquinas.edu forward slash generation swap. Please subscribe so you get our newest episodes as soon as they're available. We're looking forward to swapping stories again with you soon. Thank you.